we want to open our bibles to the book of revelation chapter 3 and the 8th verse hallelujah it's good to open the bible hallelujah i know your works see i have set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have a little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name god has opened a door which no man can shut he says see i've said before you a door that no one can shut open your mouth and say god has kept a door for me that no man can shut no one can shut on more scripture to and acts chapter 12 verses 5 to 8 and 10 to 11 peter was therefore kept in prison but constant prayer was offered to god for him and like underline that word constant prayer yes and when herod was about to bring him out that night peter was sleeping and bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison now behold an angel of the lord stood by him and the light shone in the prison and he struck peter on the side and raised him up saying arise quickly and his chains fell off his hands then the angel of the lord said to him gird yourself and tie on your sandals and so he did and he said to him put on your garment and follow me when they were past the first and the second guard posts they came to the iron gate that leads to the city which opened to them on its own accord and they went out and went down one street and immediately the angel departed from him and when peter had come to himself he said now i know for certain that the lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of herod and from all the expectation of the jewish people acts 12 13 to 16 onwards also and as peter knocked at the door of the gate a damsel came to hearken named rhoda and when she knew peter's voice she opened not the gate for gladness but ran in and told how peter stood before the gate and they said unto her thou art mad but she constantly affirmed that it was even so then said they it is his angel but peter continued knocking and when they had opened the door and saw him they were astonished amen tonight the word is on stepping through the door or stepping through your door hallelujah so word hallelujah i pray that god is going to bless your life with if you receive it joyfully attentively seriously amen that's the word the lord is saying seriously joyfully attentively seriously amen these are the three words if you would combine in the entire bible you know god expected his people to receive the word of god joyfully amen then attentively and carefully the bible says deuteronomy 28 and all when you read before the bible blessing comes the bible says attentively carefully hearken to the voice of god hallelujah praise the lord and seriously focused tonight i pray the church shall be focused amen if you are focused god will open doors for you no man can shut if you are looking to jesus tonight god will open doors that no man can shut amen hallelujah if you are ready to receive tonight god will release utterances that can break any chain that can destroy any bondage 
that can uproot any kind of curses out of your life hallelujah how many of you believe that put your hands together tonight any kind hallelujah any kind tonight hallelujah bow before the name of jesus hallelujah amen praise god the bible says there are certain kind that is difficult to leave the when you read the bible it says it's sometimes it's fasting prayer hallelujah constant prayer like we read hallelujah but tonight the holy spirit is saying any kind hallelujah it doesn't matter what kind the devil it is hallelujah tonight it is important to understand that the name of jesus and his word can uproot whatever kind tonight in the name of jesus amen hallelujah in this word the bible says god has set before you an open door which no man can shut what is that door in the bible there are many doors mentioned when the holy spirit was speaking to the church in revelations five of the seven churches were dead hallelujah amen hallelujah five churches were dead and one was about to die the that is the uh, laodicean church it was on the ventilator and there was only one church that was alive that is the philadelphian church hallelujah tonight i pray the church shall not be dead but alive the one who is watching shall not be dead but alive the families that are watching together shall not be dead but alive oh if you are alive tonight can we hear a shout of praise tonight flowing from the inside of you tonight hallelujah god is about to touch your life and touch your family in a way that you have never known before tonight the holy spirit is saying tonight Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is impartation. Hallelujah. There's going to come tonight through your life. If you are alive tonight, if you are making some wise tonight, this message is for you. God has kept an open door in front of you that no man can shut. God is telling somebody tonight, "Oh baraba sandala dora gadaga barasia." Oh Jesus. That somebody who is, hallelujah, sitting there, feeling useless, God is saying, hallelujah, my callings and my giftings are irrevocable. Oh, his calling and his giftings are irrevocable. God has not forgotten you. Go make some shout tonight. Give him praise and glory tonight. And God, hallelujah, is going to work in your life. Hallelujah. in a way that the devil hallelujah is only going to be a spectator tonight come on church tonight the holy spirit is saying tonight if you are going to bless the name of the lord the devil can only be a spectator hallelujah as you are coming to the end of the october he is going to be a spectator seeing what god is going to do through your life there are many doors the bible says that are opened by the devil i mean opened by god and says no man can shut which is unshutable when god opens a door it is unshutable hallelujah glory to god god has opened a door for healing no devil can bring that sickness back to you if god has opened a door out of your debt wait a minute the next blessing is upon your life if god has opened one door don't wait for another year the next blessing also will come upon you Hallelujah there is a river of God that is flowing tonight the river hallelujah the rivers the bible says hallelujah what is the river that you want you want the river of blessing river of breakthrough river of an open door hallelujah it's a river it's unstoppable if god opens a door of healing whatever food that you eat hallelujah bible says 
these signs shall follow they will drink poison it will not hurt you hallelujah it will not damage you it will not cause you cancer because god has opened you into a door of healing if god has opened a door of wealth hallelujah wherever you go wealth will find you wealth will locate you i pray tonight this message will cause the wealth to locate your life open door to locate your life there are one way of you locating an open door but there is certain anointings that will locate you tonight i believe there is a strong anointing here that will locate your life tonight i pray lord oh about the right people the right doors will locate your people tonight and the church tonight in the name of jesus lord the bible speaks about the door of hope in hosea chapter 2 and verse 15 I will give her vineyards from there the valley of Acher as a door of hope she shall sing there as in the days of her youth valley of Acher as will be made into a door of hope there is still hope in the valley of trouble hallelujah it can kind of problems you have stepped into an unnecessary trouble but god is saying hallelujah there is a in that valley hallelujah that hallelujah a trouble that caused by you god will open up a door for you to step out of it tonight in the name of jesus step out of certain troubles step out of certain man caused troubles step out of certain sin caused troubles step out of certain consequences that came through sin and negative decisions tonight in the name of jesus then 1 corinthians 16:9 for a great door and effectual is open unto me and there are many adversaries so there was a great door and an effectual door hallelujah doors opened by the lord are always effective in its nature hallelujah it says there might be adversary there are two ways to know that god is opened the door number one it's effective and number two there are enemies hallelujah praise the lord god will always do his best in the presence of enemies hallelujah because god is not intimidated hallelujah greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world jesus is never intimidated that's why he's called the lion of judah the lions are never fearful they are never intimidated by the enemy come on tonight how many of you lions here in this place how many of you carry the seed of lion tonight give a shout of praise tonight you don't need to be intimidated by the sickness you don't need to be intimidated by the jungle you don't need to be intimidated by the wild animals Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Before I came here, I was praying for a, a lovely family and the Lord showed me, this is a wild oxen, a wild disease trying to attack. Hallelujah. Come on church. When the wild oxen coming to attack you, when wild cancer coming to attack you when wild disease coming to attack you like an oxen the bible says he will deliver you come on hallelujah if you are the lion of judah if you make us some praise in the house of god he will deliver you from the wild oxen hallelujah psalm 22 says hallelujah he will deliver you anything that is wild that has been released into your life tonight be broken in the name of jesus Sometimes a wild fire you don't know what's happening a destructive fire coming to attack tonight i shut it in the name of the law then the bible says in colossians chapter 4 and the third verse meanwhile praying also for us that god would open to us a door 
for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains there is a door of the word of God some people are hallelujah going to move into a season of ministry an open door hallelujah some of us had ministry giftings but they did not see an open door i pray as we come into the end of the year i hallelujah that the ha, nations will open up its door wide open come on church tonight big doors will open hallelujah glory to god amen and then revelation chapter 4 and the first verse after these things i looked and behold a door standing open in heaven and the first voice which i heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying come up here and i will show you things which must take place after this i looked and there was an open door in heaven how many of you have looked all this year and not seen one door have you been always seeing demons and principalities and attacks and nature of hallelujah discouragement and hallelujah all these things is what you saw but tonight the lord is going to say your sight is about to change i saw an open door in heaven tonight what you see in heaven will manifest on earth tonight in the name of the lord what a bind on earth is bound in heaven Oh, when you see an open door, it means that God has already given you a victory on earth. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 78 and the 23rd verse. Yet he had commanded the clouds above and opened the doors of of heaven he opened the doors of heaven and made manna fall down it's not one door there are many doors in the bible hallelujah that's why it's unshuttable come on church oh manna is going to flow hallelujah go to some of you say hallelujah lord i i'm not looking today for a car or a house i want the manna i want the bread of life i want god's word i want the voice of god i want hallelujah my spiritual manna that strengthen me strengthen my family that covers me i want the manna to once again fall upon my family my life in the name of jesus man of god the apostle and my pastor and spiritual father he said october month is the 10th month and it will be a month of open doors the book of esther we see esther into the presence of king ahasuerus breaking the protocol in the 10th month Holy Spirit told my spiritual father in the 10th month heaven has decided to take you to some places to honor you and to make you enter into a level of favor breaking every protocol you might have natural limitations but all the protocols hallelujah oh daba king shall be a foster fathers queen will be a foster mothers you are going to break through the protocol through the limitation and the fortresses and enter into places that you will be honored let the 10th month will be a month that will be honored with an open door open your mouth and say my 10th month even before it finish i decree that it will be a door hallelujah tabarakamana sambara oh from monday 10th month the doors are opening tonight jesus hallelujah success in life is directly proportionate to quality and the quantity of the door that is open for you if you are open a small shop you have a small success there if you open up a big shopping mall then you have a big success there if the door open for you is to study for oxford your studies are going to be in that level if your door is open for you to study in the government school your success is going to be in that level the holy spirit is telling you tonight the quality of your door is going to be great hallelujah a quality door is going to be open for you open your mouth and say a quality door a quality life 
in the name of Jesus over your life, over my life. Your quality of life will be determined by the door God is opening for you. Your quantity of life will be based on the door which God is opening for you. How many of you pray, I want big doors. I want large doors, Holy Spirit doors, God doors. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I want you to step into the God door that is open for me. God doors be opened in the realm of your jobs. Hallelujah. Looks like it's God. The favored door. In God doors, there are always God favors. Hallelujah. God gives you the favor for you to know that God is with you. It's opened by God. In Acts chapter 12, are you with me church tonight? Pray tonight, pray, pray. The Holy Spirit is stopping me tonight. Some of you need doors to be opened. Oh, would you stand up or kneel down wherever you are. Ask the Lord with much faith tonight. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, hallelujah. I want connecting to your faith tonight. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, fill every heart, every home with your love. Oh, in the name of Jesus tonight. He loves you tonight. And he loves you to open a door for you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Somebody who's watching me tonight, I've never seen an open door. You got so used to closed doors. But tonight, God give you the faith tonight. May he impart faith, receive it, to see open doors of blessing. Get out of that, hallelujah, mundane life. Get out of that life of closed doors. Look at two people and say, get out of that life of closed doors tonight in the name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 12, the Bible says, King Herod chopped the head of James. And the Bible says, he decided to behead Peter too. And if you read the portion of scripture carefully, you can see different doors that was opened for Peter. When? When the church prayed. Hallelujah. When they heard that Peter was going to be beheaded, the church said, we need to pray. Sometimes when you hear a certain kind of news, instead of getting scared about it, it's a time to pray. Hallelujah. The church prayed and the doors were opened. Hallelujah. When the church prays, deliverance happens. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, may there be supernatural deliverance that takes place in your homes tonight. In your lives tonight. Hallelujah. Sometimes we doubt whether God can deliver you. In Luke chapter 1 and the 41st verse, the Bible says, And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't it amazing? When John was even inside the mother's womb, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He understood that Jesus, hallelujah, was Christ the Lord. And the Bible says, he was filled, he received an anointing. Hallelujah. Even while he's the one who heard the father saying, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. He said, the one who is coming after me, whose sandals I'm not worthy to touch, I baptized you with water. He will baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. He had such a revelation of Jesus. But in Luke chapter 7, when he was imprisoned by Herod, 
Doubt started creeping in. He started doubting. And he started saying, do I wait for another Messiah? Is Jesus the real Messiah? Doubt started creeping in his mind. He was paralyzed by the thoughts that there is nobody to help him. How many of you tonight, your mind is sort of cluttered. Your mind is blocked. Your mind is sad. You're saying, I stepped out for God. I've done the right thing. But why is the deliverance not happening to me? There is a kind of doubt that has come because of the waiting that you have done. Not only did he doubt it, but the Bible says, in the midst of the doubt, he was beheaded. In the jail, he doubted and he was paralyzed by it. And at that moment, his head was gone. How many of you are here tonight paralyzed with questions in his head? My life is that. Why, why, why is that my life is so bitter and so low? Why am I going to? Why me? I can hear somebody almost saying, why me? Why didn't I get the deliverance for this matter which I've been praying for so long? Why my family has to go through this valley? If God is loving me, why didn't I get what I wanted? Why didn't my marriage come through? He was paralyzed by it. Pastor said, when you are locked up, chances are that you might lose your head. James was beheaded in the lockup. That's why I believe in deliverance. Hallelujah. That's why, hallelujah, pastor has taught us, uh, hallelujah, the power of deliverance ministry. Tonight, hallelujah, there is deliverance not to be locked up, but to get out tonight. Come on. Don't be locked up tonight. Make a hallelujah. Oh, conscious decision that through the power of this word, tonight is the last word I'm going to be locked up. This word is going to be setting me free tonight. There is power in the truth. That's why the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. When the Holy Spirit comes, He will lead you into all the truth. You should understand that the devil is not after your car. He's not after your bike. He's not after your money. He's not after your wealth. He's after your head. Hallelujah. He's after your mind. He is after your thoughts. Hallelujah. That is where he wants to mess. If he can mess up your head, he can mess up your life. Look at two people and say, if he can mess up your head, he can mess up your life. Most, most of the wrong decisions that was made by, made by good, strong, spiritual people in a weak moment where their head was messed up. As a matter of fact, many young people go after the wrong boy or the girl when they have this thought, nobody likes me. So the first joker that comes and hug, comes to date you and comes to smile at you, you will go after him or her. It is the head that the devil is after. Because your head is messed up. You're not even able to inquire of God's will. The devil knows that you will mess up your own life if your head is messed up. Look at Saul. He was a king anointed by God, by Samuel the prophet. Can you imagine? The Benihin those days came and anointed him. Stood for a Saul, anointed him. And the Bible says he fell on his own sword and died. Can you imagine that? When he was messed up in his head, when he thinks that God does not love me, he only loved David because I got only 10,000 people. You know, people are only singing about David. He was messed up. Samuel, he was crying for him. 
to the point that the God would have asked need to ask Samuel why are you mourning for him such was the love for Samuel the prophet of God for Saul yet Saul never understood that he had to compel Samuel to tell everybody that you know oh man of God is for me I am man of God's favorite I mean he wanted people to know about it he wanted to have a you know he was not sh- sure about the love the man of God had for him he was messed up on his own head that's why he fell on his own sword come on church tonight nobody needs to kill you you kill yourself if your head is messed up look at somebody and say don't kill yourself even in relationships of next stage of your life the battle is always on the head if you want to come out you have to come out your head first even if you want to get a new job what's the problem if there is an old problem still lying on the head the person who created some problem in the church will move out into the another church but with the same head will create a problem in that church <laughs> hallelujah because he's not changed even if you change your house there is no change your head there's no problem some people say oh the problem started when i moved from this house to this house the problem started when you lost your head the place where jesus died is called golgotha the place of scar on the cross of calvary the first place that the blood was shed was from his head again when the crown of thorns were put it was on the head the blood started flowing the curse thorns was a sign of curse every curse mindset was broken on the cross of calvary when jesus cursed adam and eve he says god cursed adam and eve he said you will eat of the thorns and of the thistles you will sweat by the sweat of the brow brow and bro and wherever you work will be thorns and thistles so it's a curse when jesus took that curse so you don't have to think with the curse mindset think that you are a blessed you are accepted in the beloved you are holy unto god you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people called out of darkness into his marvelous light think like that you are a royalty you are a heir hallelujah praise god go have with christ have with god hallelujah open your mouth and say i'm a royalty you want to move into the next level believe that you are a royalty come on church tonight that's where the freedom is jesus shed for the freedom for your mind hallelujah he shed his blood to free you from every situation of your mind if you trust in the finished work of jesus open your mouth and say my mind is free because of the blood of jesus christ when jesus died on the cross of calvary the veil of the temple the bible says of jerusalem was broken from top to bottom you want deliverance hallelujah it always starts from top to bottom from mind down hallelujah glory to god tonight i pray that your deliverance will happen from top to bottom in the name of jesus hallelujah amen it happens so because you have an access to the father from top to bottom you can access to the father with the full you in luke chapter 15 and the 17 the bible says when he came to his senses he said how many of my father's hired servants 
her food to spare that's and enough prodigal son when he came to his senses hallelujah what does that bible mean it means that his head has to be delivered first when a baby come out of the womb his head comes first when the head comes the body will automatically come out come on church tonight you want your body to be free you want your sickness to leave you want any kind of deliverance your mind has to be set free tonight hallelujah glory to god in the passage that we read the bible says when peter was sleeping the angel came to prison hallelujah it's a real story there's something which had happened even today there is angelic visitations tonight hallelujah i feel a you know a strong angel is here tonight in the name of jesus when a strong angel is here i i i sense it hallelujah praise the lord i sense that atmosphere around me hallelujah you feel extraordinary when the angel of god is there amen the bible says something amazing it says when the angel came the light shone in the prison that was revelation there should be light inside before you enter through the door your inside needs to be lighted else the problem remains hallelujah you can listen to the word you can worship unless and until the light shines inside come on varagadaga manasya unless your inside become free with the truth of god's word unless you can see your breakthrough inside you will still sit in the darkness after this message tonight ask the lord to lighten you hallelujah david said i can hallelujah jump over the wall I can advance against the true fight because the Lord has lightened me light in the darkness inside of me come on now I can do anything I can, you put a 6 feet door a wall I will jump 7 feet come on that is the light can do what about the devil do you are higher than that a troop is coming and I am alone but I still win because I'm lightened come on church I have light inside When the person in Gadreen, the attacked demon, you know I'm saying? When the light came inside of him, he could, he was freed from the 6,000 demon. Come on, 6,000 demons, a troop left him when the light came. Come on church tonight. Attack leaves when light comes. Hallelujah. You attack the attack and the attacker when the light comes it come on. Hallelujah. That's why you have to have the light inside. It's not about an emotional experience. Some people's deliverance been I felt pastor I felt good. I felt good but when what happens when the feeling goes? It's not an emotional, it's a physical manifestation with the revelation. The revelation brings the physical manifestation not physically rolling on the floor. Those are all a part of deliverance, but the real deliverance is light inside. If your mind is not free, if you don't have a revelation inside, if you have not consciousness, the revelation become consciousness in your mind. You walk, you will not walk in the freedom forever. It has to become conscious. From the morning, I'm conscious. I'm conscious. I'm conscious. I'm conscious. <laughs> my daughter is conscious of my father. My children are conscious of her father. So they have 
they have a sense of security they have a sense of freedom they can ask me anything that i'm with them oh hallelujah how many of your children of god children of jesus hallelujah how conscious of his presence tonight hallelujah there is a way that you walk and talk come on hallelujah with freedom hallelujah rabadalatarajuravana gadagava andaradalajarandala deberagadare orabaragadaradaradara obarabarabarabarasev hallelujah 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 are you with me church tonight revelation inside doesn't matter even if a great man of god come lay his hand upon you and you roll on the floor or anything i mean under the revelation inside come that you are a child of god greater is he that is in the in you that is the world you are saying that level of authority will not come hallelujah it is a mental thing we know the proverb says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he it's what he thinketh if a man thinks that he can do it he can do it if a man thinketh he cannot do it he cannot do it if a man thinketh he can't marry he can't marry if a man thinketh he can't minister he can't minister it's your mind that needs to be free hallelujah mind is so powerful even to do a wrong thing the devil makes you subjected subject your mind to his thoughts they build a babel the tower i mean they could do it why because they were in their mind they could see it and god had to confuse it because it was the thoughts were against god himself it was it 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 came through through those those days a man called nimrod it was he architect of babel was nimrod whose planner was nimrod the builder who came through the idea of nimrod and god had to confuse tonight because it was against the plan so what i'm trying to say if they made their mind to do it they could do it they built a tower reaching up to the top of the heaven if a man could idea and man's thoughts can make can enable them can uh, help them to make a tower to till heaven how much more come on god i influence thoughts cannot aba tamatala can make us build hallelujah things hallelujah eternal buildings eternal things that no devil can break down hallelujah come on church tonight how much more god can use us for his name and how can god influence our thoughts be filled with the mind of christ be infused with his thoughts as a man thinketh in his heart when you are conscious about what god said he will do you move in the realm of feeling to the realm of a supernatural come on church tonight if your mind is free you can do it if you can see it you will you can see it inside you will see it outside pastor said our mind is like a you know or a head is the captain if like a test helicopter i mean a plane 
you know, there's a captain, there's a crew and there's the vessel, the helicopter or the aeroplane. He said, mind is like the captain and the crew is like a heart. And the vessel is our body. Just imagine, you know, the crew. When you board the plane, usually the crew, the air hostess will come and say, welcome to the flight and be seated, put on the seat belts and we're going to take off. And, you know, if you want something to drink, you know, uh, please uh, switch on the button, we'll come. Just imagine suddenly the air hostess, uh, the crew says, uh, if they are in a bad mood and they are going to say, oh, no, no, no. We have, you know, just imagine you are caught the flight, you are boarded the flight to go to uh, Chennai and suddenly they are saying, no, 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 we are not going to Chennai. The crew is saying, no, uh, you know, we are going to go to Bombay, we are not going to go to Chennai, we are going to go to Mumbai. You know, we have decided and will that aeroplane goes to Mumbai? No. Why? Because the captain is the head of the plane. The captain is the one who is in control. What the captain says, decides is where the plane takes off. Hallelujah. In the same way, the head is your captain. Hallelujah. If only the head is light with the revelation of God's word. Hallelujah. That you can actually go into your destination, reach your destination. It's not what you feel. Come on. What should control your life? What your mind says. What your mind lightened by the word of God. Conscious about what God said. It should be the one who takes you to the destination. Hallelujah. Captain is the one who is flying the plane. Captain is the one who is deciding. Your head is the one, hallelujah, who is deciding. Tonight, put your, lift your hands and say, Lord, free my head, Lord. Free my brain, free my imagination, my thoughts. Help me to be conscious about what you said, Lord, tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. How good your heart is, your crew is. Understand, my mind is renewed. No use. That's why the Bible says, do not conform to the patterns of the world, but renew your mind. It will detest and approve what God's destination is. Tonight, let there be a supernatural takeoff. Hallelujah. And I declare that you will have a safe landing in your life. Come on, you will not miss your way. You will not miss your way tonight in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. So in your mind, you're thinking that God has kept an open door for me. I will enter through that. That's where the grace of God will function. You will move through the level of God's grace. Hallelujah. If you believe the Lord has healed me, if the Holy Spirit lights that in your heart, in your consciousness, I mean in your head, your body will respond to it. But head first. That is there in your mind. Your heart will be free to move in that. Your heart will free flow. Thank you, Jesus. In James chapter 1, there's a word, the engrafted word that is able to save your soul. The engrafted, the word that is gone inside, the received, has to change the way you think for that to save your life. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
any word that you have taken with does not change your thinking it will not change the quality of your life it will not change if you want to change the quality of your life you have to change the quality of your thinking come on church tonight that is what a simple thing if you want to change the quality of your life hallelujah write 10 things that you are thinking hallelujah oh which is which is hallelujah if you don't like what you see change 10 things that you don't like about your thinking when you go out somewhere and come back and we switch on the light in the room you can see the chair and the bed it was already there but the light has to be on it has to be revealed God has kept something for you for everybody in Christ Jesus but when the light comes inside it will be revealed when the light came hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah it was already there it did not come when you switched on the chair and table was already there when Jesus Christ on the cross 2000 years ago all that you need has been already kept ready all that you need to do is to switch on the light the word of god has to come into your heart into your mind and you'll be conscious all the days then you'll see it you'll walk in it you'll enjoy it you'll sit on that chair you'll eat from that table whatever needed god has already kept it even it in business or wealth house deliverances come on there are houses here you need to see it for that you need to hear the word take it into your heart change the way you think be conscious about it and then you will walk into it come on church tonight devil gharad raj ramana hastaradara paravala badavala starad raj radara come on church tonight devil gabaraga there be a fresh anointing fresh fresh anointing oh only understanding tonight hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah Are you with me, church? It will lift your heart. It will lift your heart. Tonight, the word. You have to see it in our heart before you can see it in your eyes. You have to see it in your heart. You have to see it in your mind, and then you will see it in the manifest realm. But mind is important. you might think you you know simple thing pastor said was you know when he was small he used to think that he was not good looking was ugly and his mother would say you know go into the mirror and say it that god has wonderfully and fearfully made it i would keep say it says you should look at yourself look at the mirror and just as you see you, you have to look at yourself as god has wonderfully and fearfully made it you see The pastor used to look at it. He says he's not able to see it in the mirror. He said, he said, he looked at it in the way he saw a very ugly person. He said, oh my God, why did you made like that? So he put a beard. He put a, you know, he would hide his face from people. He says finally he came to the Lord. He started learning the word. The light of the Holy Spirit came inside, and he said, that's what set him free. the light came he said hey wonderfully and fearfully made the way you see yourself changed the revelation will make you see yourself change the revelation will make to see yourself your situation change tonight the sight has to change 
tonight open your heart and say sight has to change can you see your family life blessed can you see your life uh, ministry blessed can you see your life people responding to the word of god can you see the nations coming hallelujah listening to the word tonight come on can, can you see the ch church reaching out to bangalore with the gospel of jesus christ can you see one of you as one of those person who god will use you come on hallelujah come on then the deliverance will come hallelujah personally the deliverance will come oh corporate deliverance will come come on church tonight ask the lord to open your heart and open your mind tonight let the light of the holy spirit the light of word enter into your heart tonight hallelujah change your mind change your consciousness tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah so first thing the lights the angel came the light came light came shone the second thing says here the angel smart peter on the side smart Peter was in the prison. Can you sing that song? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. And I want to see you. Shining in the light of your glory You pour out your power and love As we sing glory, glory, holy To see you high and lifted up Shining in the light of your glory Hallelujah Amen. So number one, the light came. Number two, the Bible says the angel smart Peter. When you look into the Bible, Peter was laid in the chains, laid in the prison and bound with chains on each other with the other prisoners that was in the prison. And he was, you know, snoring and sleeping. Sometimes we preach that it was his faith. Maybe. But pastor said sometimes it might be the fact that he got comfortable. He would have just said in his heart, whatever happened, said it happened. Sometimes you can become passive, comfortable with your change. But God had to send an angel and to smart him. Maybe it was, you know, a bigger hurt than even the soldiers hurt him. Angels had to hurt Paul. I mean, Peter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why? If, uh, if, if, if you want to hear an uncomfortable truth, it says sometimes God will have to hurt you before he can elevate you. The greatest elevation comes after a greatest hurt. You might go through a season of pain where you see the chains all over you, around you. You feel the presence of chains and you feel isolated and alone. And, and together with that one hurt, the deepest of strikes. Why? 
Because before God has to elevate you, hallelujah, he will hurt you. It is for you to come to senses. I have seen in my life, many of my deepest experiences came in the deepest of hurt. Because it brought me to my knees. It brought to my senses. Because if you put him like that, he will lay down like that. But you have to get up. You have to get up and shine. For your light has come. God wants you. He has a plan over your life. You have to get up. But he has to hurt you. Sometimes he will demote you before he promotes you. You should not be comfortable in that dysfunctional atmosphere. So much of debts, no money to pay school fees. Everything in difficulty and still if you are okay and... How are you brother? Hey, everything is going brother. Good brother, bro. Sometimes as a pastor, I feel that I am more burdened about somebody else's family than they themselves. You think that is my destiny. That is how my life is supposed to be. The prison was supposed to be a bridge for the next level. But the worst thing that can happen in that a temporary place, you make it permanent. It was only a bridge to your next level. You just to walk through it. Don't make it a permanent experience. If you think like that, you'll always have the devil attack you. The devil catch you. You're already under the oppression of the enemy. So tonight, say it. I'm not going to be like this forever. I'm not going to make a temporary situation my permanent home. My problems and temporary weeping there for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Medical temperature or medical report is temporary tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to praise my out of it. I'm going to sing my way out of it. Come on. I'm going to dance my way out of it. I'm going to fast my way out of it. By the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the risen Lord. One of the greatest revelations is this is not for lifelong. What the situation that you're going through is momentary, the Bible says. Whatever it is, Bible calls it a momentary affliction. A mountain that will become plain. A mountain that will melt like wax. A mountain, if you speak with a fruit, that's all the power it has. Oh, come on, church tonight. Hallelujah. God told Elijah to go to Brook Chiriath. God sent ravens there to give him bread and water to drink. In 1 Kings 17, he says, One day the brook began to dry up. Some of you are looking, Oh, my previous brook has begun to dry up. I started my family, I started my business. Why is it drying up? Because God does not want it to be in mediocrity, average. He does not want you to eat that little bread and that little uh, meat. It's not the whole thing. God is not a God of scrap. He's a God of more than enough. You might have started with a crap, scrap. Hallelujah, not crap. You would have started with a scrap. <laughs> but God will want you to take you to the more than enough. Hallelujah. Bible says God delights in the prosperity of his servant. Amen. So if you are not in prosperity, he's not delighting over you. Oh, Jesus. So first light came, second he smote with a f an affliction. Third he said to stand up. 
and prayed. Hallelujah. He was in the prison. He was asked to stand up. He said, if you have changed tied up, tell to stand up. There are people tonight that are changed tied up. You know, you're feeling uncomfortable with the message. But God is saying, feel uncomfortable. But, 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 get yourself up tonight. Hallelujah. Don't say, don't, don't stop your mind. Don't stop listening. Get yourself up tonight. Praise yourself up tonight. Sing yourself up tonight. You feel dry, but the dryness go in the name of Jehovah. It's a demonic dryness. It's a dryness that has come because you got so used to your chains. Tonight, stand up and give him the praise. Stand up. The Lord says, stand up now. Peter, stand up. Stand up. The atmosphere will change. The angels will help you. Stand up. The doors will be opened if you stand up. The Bible says when Peter stood up, the doors automatically opened up. Come on, stand up tonight. Stand up to go forward. Stand up to take that step. Stand up to make a move. Stand up, church, tonight. Stand up. Stand up tonight. Stand up. Hey. Stand up. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes people say, why should I stand up? This problem came to me. Not a fault of mine. Why should I stand up? Because I've not hurt anyone for to go through this. I've not been a bad person. Why should I stand up? Tonight, you should stand up because you are not an excuse man or a woman. Hallelujah. Excuses, doors does not open with excuses, doors open by faith. Hallelujah. Instead of questioning God and making a wall, why don't you break praise and break the wall? Come on, break forth in praise to break the wall tonight. Holy Spirit is saying tonight. Hallelujah. You need spine. To get up. Don't complain and lay down. Pastor said you need spine. Don't dare to crumble under pressure. Hallelujah. When the weight of the problem that you're going through, don't dare. He says it's okay. Don't crumble under pressure. Don't allow the weight to bring you down. But stand up. In Genesis, the Abraham sent of Hagar, son of Israel. And when she reached to a place, the Bible says there was no water. And her lad began to cry up and she began to be upset. And she would have thought, I listened to my mistress Sarai. I obeyed, I came. But in Genesis 21, 16, 18 and 19, the Bible says, when she stood up, she saw a well of water. Come on. When she stood up, expecting, she saw a well of water. If she was lying down in excuses, she would not have. She stood up. Mistress left me, but God hasn't. Important people left you, but God hasn't. This is not season for you to die. This is a season for you to live. Open your mouth and say, I'm not killable. This is not for a season for your son, your children to die. This is a season for them to rise up for the glory of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and say, this is not for a season. This is not time. Hallelujah. My children are not killable. In the name of Jesus.
Come on, lift your hands and lift your hands. Hallelujah. Let you see the wells God has prepared for you. Come on, come on, come on. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Show you the wells, the wells of water, the generational well, the wells of breakthrough, the wells of blessing. When Peter stood up, the chains fell down. If you stand up, your chains will break. You need to get up for a spiritual shift. You need to get up from the chains of slavery for the blessings to be opened in your life. There are three doors mentioned there in Acts chapter 12 and 10 to us. Can you read Acts chapter 12? Three doors. When they had passed the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that needed unto the sea, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street. And forthwith the angel departed from him. Amen. Once an anointed man said, God always thinks in three. God always does in three dimensions. Hallelujah. He thinks about past, present, future. Amen. And he says, the third dimension is the greatest. It's not the past, the greatest. The present is the greatest. The future is the greatest. Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. There are three. Faith, hope and love. And the greatest is the love. I am the way, the truth and the life. Hallelujah. The life of Jesus. Holy Spirit is the one who is with us in the church. The greatest, hallelujah, thing happening on earth is the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. God always thinks in three. And the third is the life of life and abundance. I've come to give you life and life in all its abundance is the way, the truth and the life. The third level. Open your mouth and say the third level says I'm going to move in the third level blessing the third level abundance the third level the greatest level in the story of Ruth there was Opa who backslid who went back and there was Naomi who came to the average into a intermediate or a medium place but it was Ruth who get, you know, got into the legacy of Jesus because she moved into the full way the third level you want to move in the full way and get into a generational blessing. Joseph's clothes were removed three times. First, his brothers removed. Second, the Potiphar's wife came after it. He left it and went. And third time, the Bible says, before he got into the palace, Joseph removed his clothes by himself. The palace level. The third level. He tore his clothes by himself. Come on. The third level is the greatest. The third dimension is always the greatest. Amen. He wore good clothes and went. Hallelujah. Even today, there is a first door, a second door and the third door. If you're ready to stand up, hallelujah, you're going to step through that third door tonight. It will automatically open. The Bible says the doors are automatically open. If you're ready to step through the first and the second door, the third door will automatically open. What are the first and the second doors? Let's see it. Acts chapter 12, verse 11. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of hell and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. First door is the attack of Herod. Second door from all the expectation of the Jewish people. When God raised up Moses, Pharaoh also raised up on the other side. When Jesus was born, Herod decided to kill all the babies. 
there is an attack of Herod. There is always a Herod attacking. There is always a Pharaoh that is trying to attack you. To kill you before your time. When God has a purpose and a plan over your life. And God, enemy somewhere understands that what you carry. Wants to kill you before the time. Penaniah was to oppress Hannah. To destroy a Samuel through oppression. Through belittling before the full blessing would manifest. There is always something that is trying to kill you. So that you will give up. And you will not enter through that door. Hallelujah. But open your mouth and I will not give up. Sometimes. Are you getting this church tonight? Pray in the Holy Spirit for two minutes tonight. Don't just chuma listen to it. Get, get this in prayer. Some of you are on the verge of giving up. Already given up. When you praise, praise that give up attitude will leave tonight. Spring up, oh praise. Well, spring up, oh well. Say it out, say it out. Spring up, oh well. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Whatever that tries to stop you, hallelujah, instead of giving up, you should step through that door through the grace of God. Amen. Somewhere, Peter, receive that grace, stamina to take that step and go through that. Hand of Herod. It's the first door. The second door is the expectation of people. When you are put in prison, people expect all sort of bad things about you. They think you are finished. How many of you know people have an expectation about your life? They think that you should drive this car, you should walk in this, you know, less expensive clothing. I mean, never walk according to the expectation of people. People does not want you to grow above. You know, they want to, they like to see you in a, in a place where they can control you. The moment you go a little up, they get upset. Even in ministry, the moment pastor is saying, nations are opening, the people who does not want you to go because then they can't control you, they, they, they'll get a little upset. <laughs> but you have to keep walking. It's not a good expectation people has. You are trying to please everybody around you, thinking that, you know, pleasing people is good. Some of people don't get baptized because you want to try to level to the expectation of the people but they don't care about you. What you have to understand a bitter pill is nobody who you sometimes cares about and trying to please doesn't care about your life. You are doing it for acceptance and their love and they are not bothered about you. Hallelujah. One person said she worked out and lost weight so that she can get the acceptance of the husband. So when I look nice, maybe husband will accept me. But the husband remained the same. We do anything to get acceptance of people. But there's no change in them. You're trying to please people. But there's only one person that you have to please is the Jesus Christ. And what he has done for you in the cross of Calvary. Your life should be totally dependent on that and not dependent upon what people think about you. Pastor said he has written something in this season. It is time for you to be you. 
the you that pleases God, not the you that walks in any way you want, but the you that is determined to please God alone. Come on, open your mouth and say, I'm going to be that me that will only please God and not people. Amen. The pastor always says, you preach the way that God uses you. There's a particular way God wants you to pastor. God wants you to preach. God wants you to lead the church. There might be other pastors who do otherwise. And go there. If you think God has called you here, be here. But there's the way that I have learned from my pastor how to lead, how to pastor. I'm still learning. It's submitted there. I can't look for 100 people what they think. I have to go in the way God leads me. I have to move in a way a spiritual son should go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All that at the end of the day matters is to point of life when you realize that the only play person that you have to place is Jesus. Even if other person, people get hurt, doesn't matter if you don't hurt Jesus. Amen. You don't want to rebel against him. Because he's the only one who accepts you the way you are. He loves you the way you are. And he is the one who's going to back you up. Not the expectations of the people. It's like a curse sometimes. People are expecting you to be like this and like that. One person, if you try to please, the other person will get. One person, if you appreciate that. I mean, you can't bring all together. You have to say what the Holy Spirit is saying. Hallelujah. Tonight, may your heart and mind be free in the name of Jesus from the expectation of the people. Surrender your life tonight. Hallelujah. All that you have and you will see. Otherwise, you will be limited. You will be locked up in, that, in, the, in, in their control. Amen. You have to step through that door and do what God wants you to. If you step out of this fear of Herod and fear of how to please everyone, then the third door will be opened by itself. Tonight, that's the greatest door. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a mental thing. Hallelujah. Look at Acts 12, 13. Peter's, one, Peter's, when you look at this, uh, please read and it. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to Hercan, named Rhoda. See, Peter came out of the jail. It was more of a mental thing for him. He says, he knocked at the door, at the gate, a damsel came to Hakan named Rhoda, a young girl. So a door. Peter was freed out. He came to another door. He came to the place. Number one lesson that you learned is, he came to the place where God's children are playing, praying into the house of John Mark. He came to his own, where the disciples are gathered. There need to be right relationship. There need to be a people. There is always a people factor in your life. You are in the right path, the right sense of your life. You will always come to the right company. One of the ways that you know that you are in the right sense is in the right company where God has placed you. Hallelujah. There's a people factor. The people who are praying. There are no neutral relationships. Either they are for you or they are against you. There's nothing called neutral. Peter came to his own. He, he understood the kind of people that is going to take him into the next realm of his life. Are you with me church tonight? 
Oh, Rabadaraskara, pray tonight. Show me the right people in my life tonight. In the name of Jesus. Don't be stressed about finding the right people. Tonight, may the Lord open your heart, your mind, your life. Oh, into the hallelujah. Right kind of people in the name of Jesus. Oh, I close the door to the wrong kind of people. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Somebody said there are two kinds of people in your life. One is armor bearers. They'll fight for you. They'll guard you. They'll be there. And number other one is, you know, pall bearers. They're the one who bear your coffins. The coffin bearers. Pall bearers. Hallelujah. One is taking you to your destiny. The other one is taking you to your grave. Who do you want tonight? If it's you. These are things that will matter. Don't sit casually and look up. Write it down to bring people into your life that will take you into the next level. The destiny holders. There are two types of people. Yesterday people and tomorrow people. You need to know, hallelujah, the people who take you to your tomorrow. You need the wisdom of God tonight. The one who desire future will always encourage you pray for you they'll be there that's one key thing I know the right kind of people is they are there I know church the right kind of people they are always there Matthias was there that's all that is needed to make him an apostle the Holy Spirit lot fell upon him always look at people who was there not who were there not who will be there who are there Pastor always said, always look for the people who are available, faithful, teachable, submissive. But availability, important, there. Hallelujah. There are one whose things that you should not enter your tomorrows. They'll tell about your shortcomings. They'll put your negatives. They will make a group and WhatsApp against you. I know people who will WhatsApp again say, Pastor, they'll make a separate group and do it. Lift your hands and say, Lord, give me the right helpers to walk me into my purposes, plans you've given me. Amen. Hallelujah. We need people who will release us and help us and pray us and encourage us into the next level. Elijah prayed on the mountain. Elijah was praying and the servant came. Asked the servant, is the rain come? And he said, the rain hasn't come. Rain is not coming. He was not encouraging Elijah, but Elijah did not get discouraged with what the servant said. He went back to pray. Hallelujah. Pastor is selling many things, but I'm not seeing. But Elijah did not stop praying. Even after hearing that, he went back and he prayed. He went into the posture of prayer tonight. Hallelujah. Even when you're in the posture of prayer, the rain will come. Hallelujah. If you don't change the posture in the midst of, hallelujah, wrong testimonies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God will send his rain. Hallelujah. Even when people are telling negative, if you would pray, God will change the negative into something positive. 
He said while he was praying, something like the hand, hallelujah, appeared in the clouds. Come on church tonight, some things are going to appear in the end of October in the name of Jesus over your life. Come on, hallelujah, a open hand is going to come. Come on church, open your heart, open your mind and say, oh, something is going to appear for me tonight in the heavens. Hallelujah. A small cloud, but a big rain. If you can see it. Rhoda heard the voice of Peter and went back without opening the door. The church, when they pray, there are two types of faith. One is called the asking faith. And there is something called the possessing faith. Some people pray lifelong, but there's no faith to possess. Rhoda did not open the door. You know why? They prayed. They don't have the faith to possess. They were praying. God did a miracle. Sent an angel to release Peter. Opened the prison. But Peter came and standing at the door. They were thinking it's not real. The church was not thinking they are not real. Hallelujah. They said it might be an angel. You have to have a faith to pray. And the faith to possess. Rhoda did not open the door. She was not sure. The church did not came. They were not sure. There is a faith to possess tonight. There are people who are praying for years. Instead of receiving it. Instead of looking to, through an open door. They are still praying. Praying for years and years and years. That's not enough. Tonight, God has hallelujah, already released that healing. Already released that breakthrough. Lift your hands. Pray in the Holy Spirit. May your mind see it tonight. May your mind be lightened. May you be conscious tonight. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Father Lord, let them receive their grace, receive their healing, receive their open door in the name of Jesus. Informations will become reality. Look at Peter himself. Something amazing here. In Matthew 16, 16, to 19, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. God has given Peter the key to open doors. Yet he came into the house of John Mark and standing outside. He had a key of authority. When he was in the prison, he had the key and he was still sleeping. Some of you, God has already delivered the key and you are still sleeping there. There are key that you could unlock. Sometimes surprising that God has released a prophecy but you are living and sleeping as if there is no prophecy. There's a prophetic keys that you can open any door. You can enter through any open gate and oh, I mean open, any closed gate. You can open it. 
but you forget about the prophetic prophecies is sleeping chumma urangirada look at two people and say chumma urangirada don't chumma sleep look at the keys look at the prophecies look at the keys god has given to you in revelation 3:8 i see your works he have set you before open door and no man can shut for you have little strength they've not denied my name you kept my word says of says and it goes on to say i given the key of david can you read that scripture i know your works see i have set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have a little strength i've kept my word and i have not denied my name i've kept you an open door the key of david next to us three three onwards indeed i will make those of the synagogue of satan who say they are jews and are not but lie indeed i will make them come and worship before your feet know that i have loved no, you no 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 verse 7 says ah. these, these things yes these things says he who is holy he who is true he who has the key of david he who has the key of david he who opens and no one shuts ah. and shuts and no one opens what is the key of david what did david do to open realms to david david work hard david big try to become the greatest fighter what did david do he only praised and worshiped the lord hard work i'm not, i'm not saying i'm not against it but it should proceed from the praise and worship life come on church tonight fathering is good but a father should proceed out of a praise and worship life pastor is good pastoring should proceed from a praise and worship life a worship leader is good but a worship leader should praise and worship first come on church tonight hallelujah everything programs that you are doing for every time is good but it should proceed out from worship and praise that's what open doors no man can shut tonight come on Hallelujah teach the children to worship the Lord Hallelujah rabatara daradara angine ora bishega sabeda mele Hallelujah ee October north varte ishvinna daavathila ee October kalathu angine ora bishega thirayitta sabeyayitta prarthikkunnu orthave Oh hallelujah When Paul and Silas worshiped the doors were opened in the midnight You need a praise partner a worship partner every door will swing open in worship god will exceed your expectation and business and ministry and family and relationship generation every one was freed beyond their expectation they came from for one macedonian the entire jail was break open the power of praise and worship tonight this is the word step into your door 